Hello, fashion photography lovers. You're with the one and only show that is going to help you to learn everything you need to know about the fashion photography business around the world. Every Wednesday, we do an interview with another professional from the industry. And every Friday, I answer some of the questions you posted about on our Facebook group called the Fashion Photography Podcast. I'm your host, the fashion advertising photographer, Virginia Antiba. You're listening to the Fashion Photography Podcast. And today, we'll get to know what's different about the fashion photography business in Brazil and what are the things you have to be prepared about when you're doing your first campaign. We talk about the comfort and shooting in studio and what's bad about it. Listen to the interview and you'll get even more answers. Say hello to my new guest. My name is Andre Arthur. I'm a Brazilian fashion photographer. I work with photography for almost 12 years. I was an art director, an advertising art director. I was born in Rio de Janeiro, but I live in Sao Paulo for now, almost for eight years. I love photography. That's my life. The only thing I can do perfectly <laughs> to travel. I love to look at people, look at different things. I love fashion. That's it. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. First, the people become photographers and then art directors. Yeah. And yeah. you're exactly the opposite. How did this transition came in your life? I started working as an art director because I always loved images. But advertising for me, it's a lie. I don't like to always do perfect images and selling way of life that's perfect. I love to tell different stories because, you know, I, I hate perfection. When I started uh, knowing about fashion and what we could do with fashion, what we could do with fashion photography, that's what I always look for. In advertising, I was a little bit disappointed. But that was really nice for me because I worked in ad agencies for almost seven or eight years. And that was good because I understood how to create a beautiful image. And that uh, made me close to photography. Because when I when I was an art director, I always tried to have in my advertising, my layouts, some photographs. So I worked a lot with photographers. And that's when I started wishing to be a photographer. When I traveled for Europe, for a month just to look for a job in Portugal. I started photography and shooting people in the streets and since then I discovered that photography is something that made me so happy. That's when I came back to Brazil. I wasn't anymore an advertising man. I was a photographer. You said then you're very excited about traveling. So you went to Portugal. There you realized what you want to be. Why didn't you stay there? I stayed in Lisbon for I think a week or something like this. Then I went to Italy and France. I was looking for a job in Portugal. What kind of job? I was searching for an art director in advertising agents in Portugal because we, like the Portuguese, we is Portuguese. There was a great transition between Portugal and Brazil, between the advertising agents. There were a lot of Brazilian people working in Portugal and there were some friends there. And when I went there, I tried to find something for me because I was a little bit tired from Brazil. I discovered that I was tired of advertising, not Brazil and I started going to another countries alone and all day long I was shooting people uh, photographing people <laughs> that's when everything happened France and Italy Italy was very important for me. I love telling people they are so spontaneous and yeah everybody loves them <laughs> <laughs> 
It was pleasure to shoot people like that. You're based in Sao Paulo, but you were born in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. What's the difference in their market? So you had to move to Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo for Brazil is like New York for USA. Yeah, there is a huge difference between Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro. All the magazines are here. Most clients are here in Sao Paulo. Rio is an amazing city, but it doesn't have a lot of clients and magazines and people for you to work and not even equipment and Rio de Janeiro is a great location but it's not for I don't think working as a photographer it's not it's not good at all is Sao Paulo crowded from photographers there are lot lots of photographers here we have great photographers from Brazil they are living in Sao Paulo a lot of people from another no other states they are living here like me Sao Paulo is such a, a big city there are lots of places for you to live and work and do use as location and a lot of studios for rental and Rio de Janeiro don't have anything like that uh, rental studios don't have equipment don't have people don't have photo assistants don't have anything that's a little bit hard for us to work as a photographer in Rio de Janeiro. When we go to Rio for a shooting or a tutorial, we always bring everything from Sao Paulo, like mm -hmm. the crew and the equipment and everything. I understand. Okay, so what do you prefer? You mentioned locations and studio. I'm always changing. There was a time that I loved to shoot in location. I got a studio. I really love to shoot in studios. Problem is that when you got a studio, most of your shootings are at a studio. So I started feeling really nice to shoot at my studio because you have all the control and you That's can... Right. Yeah, great sceneries. But I love location, depending on the location. I love strange, weird locations, like a circus and a water park, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't like to go to an apartment, so that it's not my style. I prefer strange things. <laughs> not many people in the States has their own studio. Most of the time they're renting. Is it the same in Brazil? Yeah. So how did you decide to start your own studio? I didn't want to have a studio. I never thought I would be a studio owner. I share my studio with two more people. They are all photographers, but they are not fashion photographers. That just happened. Most photographers here in Brazil, they are also just rent studios. There are a lot of options. But when you have your studio, it's like your house and you can do things your way. So if you want to test lights two days before, you can do that. If you want to make a part, invite people, you can do that. If you want just to lay down there, sleep there, if you want to go there and drink some beers and wine with some people, that's your place. So that's a great pleasure. For me, it's like my my treehouse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've been a studio owner for how many years? I think this is my fourth year. Uh-huh. So yeah. you already know what we need to have in our studio. So what are the top three things everyone needs to have in their studio? Have some beers. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> After the job, you have to have a good assistant, someone that take care of your studio. It's not only you and some good vibes there. That's really important. Oh, good vibes. Really important. Yeah, yeah that's true. And also duct tape. I think it's very important. <laughs> 
Tell me about your assistant. What's the name of this person? Since he is not my fixed assistant, but he works with me a lot, mm -hmm. and he goes at my studio every time. He shoots his tutorials there too. So we are friends, and we knew each other when I was photo assistant. His name is Peter. He's my right arm, and he's almost a photographer. Does he wants to become a photographer too, or he's one of yeah. those people who are totally settled with their job? Well, he loves to be an assistant. I was like him. I was a good assistant. He wants to be, but he knows he's not ready for that now. So he's patient, and that's the problem. I think most people are not so patient. In Brazil, there are not so many professional assistants. Most photo assistants, they want to be a photographer in the future. And what do you think is the right time to become a photographer once you've been assisting, since you've been there? This transition is something that's really, really hard. For me, it just happened naturally. I always shoot my fashion editorials even when I was fixed photo assistant for my first photographer, just uh, borrow from him his camera, his Hasselblad, and shoot some fashion editorials, and that was really nice. So I always try to exercise my eyes. For me, I don't think there is a time when you just stop and you think, no, okay, now I'm not assisting anymore, and now I am a photographer. I think that that doesn't exist. I think it's more natural. Like me, when I was becoming a photographer, I realized that when I wasn't having time, for assisting anymore. I was tired for that because I just shot three days of campaign. When people asked me, oh, Andre, do you want to make a photo assistance now? I couldn't. So that's when I thought I can't do that anymore. And I wasn't needing that course. And one day I just realized that I wasn't an assistant anymore because I wasn't doing photo assistance for three months. <laughs> yeah. You just realized that. So yeah, it was totally natural. <laughs> How did you choose the brand for your light equipment? I don't have a lot of equipment, but mostly of my lights, they are for photo. That's because they just work. <laughs> Yeah, they just... That was the best sensor ever. <laughs> <laughs> and what about your camera? Does it work too? <laughs> <laughs> I work with Canon. I love the 5D Mark III because I, I'm really crazy, you know? I'm a little bit crazy about cameras. <laughs> I want to love the noise. Mm -hmm. I totally understand you. I love 5D Mark III noise. And when I just have to use the new one, the 5D SR, oh, I hate that noise. It reminds me of 5D Mark II. So <laughs> I didn't buy it because of the noise. Did you try just one camera for this? No, a lot. <laughs> oh, several bodies. That's great. One of of my colleagues, he threw completely the Canon system and went to Nikon simply because he hated his noise. And I was like, are you crazy? I have the same camera and the noise is completely awesome. And he was like, no, it's yeah. totally disgusting. So I told him that you tried just one body and he said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is often a big mistake because it's like a different person. They cannot yeah. be the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. I tried, I think, three or four mm -hmm. different bodies. They much is great, but um, for now I'll stick with the 5D Mark III and rent the 5DS when I need it. Mm -hmm. I don't work so much with the Hasselblad. Firstly, because it's too expensive for rental. Yeah. And secondly, because my job doesn't, for now, doesn't need Hasselblad. I don't shoot great big campaigns for now, and I am a really fast photographer, so I need to be, yeah. I need to trust camera, I need to trust the focus and Hasselblad. I worked a lot with Hasselblad when I was an assistant. Mm -hmm. The auto focus it sucks so that's very important for me because I'm, I'm moving I'm moving too much in the studio I'm always going closer and going far away so that's what I need for now 
So no tripods for you. <laughs> oh, I, I love tripods. Really? Yeah, I have a Foba, you know, that great tripod. It's not a normal tripod. I don't know how to call that in English, but here we call this column tripod. It's like a tower. It's really hard to find this kind of tripod. But it's not mine, but that was there when I came in the studio. And when I saw that, I just, I haven't used my tripod anymore. I just use that thing. You can go low and you can go high. You can go nine degrees. It's great. What about your first campaign? My first campaign was a shoe campaign, a Brazilian label. That was crazy because there were a lot of photographs, women, men and children for me to shoot. Mm -hmm. And that was my first campaign. It was really, really terrible. Everything went well, but I felt so tired at the end of the day. Yeah. I didn't know how to administrate my time mm -hmm. because time is really important when you shoot in a location in the streets because of the sun, people get tired, you get tired. So you have to be really, really smart. I was with just one assistant. That was crazy. But that was, I think, seven or eight years ago. What would you do differently today? This is going to be a great advice for the people who are on the way of their first campaign. Yeah, for me, the most important thing is preparation. You have to prepare everything before. You have to study everything before. You have to think about everything before. You have to be the most organized you can because when you're in the campaign day, everything can get wrong. You have to prepare everything before. Three or two days before, you have to think about what you're, what you're going to do. Speak to the people that you will work with you, your hairstylist, your stylist, your makeup, your assistant, even your clients. You have to know the model, have to see the model photographs. You have to go to the location, you have to understand the location, choose where you're going to shoot, understand how long you're going to stay in one look. There's something that I do with my assistant that's really important for me. I always ask him, if I'm more than 20 minutes in a picture, please let me know. Mm -hmm. So it's time for me to stop. And what about the light you're going to use there? Of course, in a case you can repeat this campaign today. I think that light wasn't the problem. I don't know what kind of light you use. So yeah, yeah, can you yeah. describe it? Sure. Mixing flashes with daylight. Mm -hmm. I don't remember very well, but I think that was <laughs> two umbrellas with a bit of a frame with a diffuser. That wasn't a problem that time. The light was okay, but the problem is that I was only with one assistant. Something that I would like to change uh -huh. is, firstly, I should work with three assistants for that. Nowadays, that is something that's crazy because we have these batteries flashes and that time it doesn't have that. So you you can do everything faster. Today, I would use uh, like two Profoto B1 that doesn't have any cable. That mm -hmm. was really great and fast. That would be a lot easier for me. And that's it. I think three assistants paying attention to the time and faster lights. I think that's it. Do you find any difference between having a cable and not having a cable in the studio? For me, having cables in the studio is not a problem. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Well, I even like that because I want to look at my light set and be aware what's working, what's not. <laughs> yeah, for me, batteries for external and location. In studio, I think you have to use power generators, power supplies, yeah. Mm -hmm. Something that's stronger. Well, I think we said some very important things. Be aware of your time management to have more hands. 
<laughs> as an assistant. Yeah. We talked about the fashion and lights, and I was really thrilled that you were my guest. I hope you liked it too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me about the fashion in Brazil. What's different about it from the fashion everywhere else around the world? Brazilian fashion is a little bit shy, you know? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have so much expression and me as a fashion photographer i'm always looking for something new because i think fashion is about the new and a lot of fashion photographers in brazil they are just copying what people are doing in europe and america and i'm always looking for something that's really new having some more personality and creativity that's what i'm trying to bring for my country i love brazilian stylists and i think they are really talented but they are a little bit shy i think they should be more you know, aggressive with the rest of the world. They should try to do new stuff, try to explore our own culture. I'm hoping that in the future, Brazilian fashion industry, it could be more creative and brave, maybe. I think they could do things that people from other countries could look and, okay, we haven't seen anywhere. So I think that's it. Fashion is about the new. When you are doing something that people are looking and liking it too much, it's, you have to worry about that because that's a time to leave. Fashion is changing every time. So you have to always try to find something that people haven't seen. Something that was forgotten, but you have to show that again. And I think Brazil has to be more like that. More original. Hmm. Yeah. Original. That's Though it. it's very, very hard to be original nowadays. Exactly. And it's hard to be original. It's hard for us to do something that haven't been done before. before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we can do things that were done before differently. We just shot a fashion story that's about the clubber culture, techno, mm -hmm. music, and everything that was so nice. And we haven't seen the clubber in the 2016. That's something like that. Awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. The problem, I think, fashion is always looking for the future. And here in in Brazil and other countries too, sometimes the fashion people is looking at the present. Mm -hmm. If you are looking at the present, what's happening and trying to do what's happening, you're not adding anything for fashion because you're, you're repeating something. But if you're looking at the future, that's when you're doing fashion. People are a little bit lazy, you know, they, they just <laughs> want to shoot a fashion editorial, I'm going to do something that's only beautiful. No, you don't have to do something that's only beautiful. You can do something that's beautiful, saying something that people are not listening anymore and you can say something new for those people and you can shock them you can make them feel something because fashion photography is art you can tell stories you can just make people feel new sensations emotions and everything like that that's my work as a fashion photographer no Tim walker Stephen Maisel, they just tell stories and that's what i'm looking for that was a great end thank you so much for being my guest thank you virginia Very helpful interview, right? I love the guest. Don't forget to check his work on neuralandmag.com and also on his website, which you can find along with my website in the show notes. I just want to remind to those of you who are starting their own studio that you can find a blog post about all the things you need in your first studio on my website. And there is also a little gift for all of you on the bottom of the article. Don't forget to check it out and let me know what you think about it and if it was helpful. Thank you so much for being with us today and I'll see you on Friday.